over the fangirls. I like that. <laughs> and then cracking a... That's kind of awesome. Damn it! Alright, we can't fuck this one up. Okay. Alright, ready? We're the fangirls. Hi! Hey. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... But more importantly, how are you, the listener? How are you doing? Pause like a Dora the Explorer <laughs> response. Great! <laughs> that was my favorite part, too. <laughs> we should start doing that. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, I'm your old pal, Emily Clark. And I'm your young friend, Devin Rogan. <laughs> Do be young. Um, and we are the, the Fangirls. Fan Welcome in. Welcome. Glad thank to you. have you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, we're a <laughs> we're a horror movie review comedy podcast. <laughs> we love scary movies, but we're not like really that smart about them, and we don't really know that much about the genre in mm -mm. general. Not at all. Um, like I guess like, if I like like we know nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> not sure if it's your first time here or not, but we know nothing. Um, <laughs> if I had to describe us though, just to like introduce mm -hmm. you, is I would say we're just two basic bitches with Dom Perignon taste, but a Corbell budget. <laughs> we like to watch scary movies and then we like to come back here and talk about them with you. I tasted some Dom one time oh, and I, I don't was even like, think I, ever have. I got it for my birthday from this rich lady I nannied for. She just had it in her oh. fridge and she gave it to me and I tasted it and I was like, <gasps> You're like, oh, I that's what it's suckled supposed to taste like. Suckled from the teeth of a god. <laughs> and then I went back to Cook's. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is garbage, but throw some orange juice in it. We'll it's, splash it's about okay. and it'll do the it, job. I can consume it. Oh. Anyways, that's a little mm. bit about us. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> yeah, tell us about you. Nate! Wow. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Anyways, well, what are we talking about today? Horror uh, movies, I guess. <laughs> we don't know. Um, okay, All you right. guys tell us. You, yeah. Oh, sounds cool. Interesting. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> um. Okay, so we are watching this week. We're just gonna dive right into the early two thousands wormhole that is The Ring. Is that considered early aughts? Yeah, I think so. I never know what that means. And I'm I like, don't know what aughts. I've never heard it used in a term other than like early 2000s. I'm assuming that's the right I meaning. I would think so. I'm like, hey, you guys, um, what is an aught? What is an aught? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and just just see earlier, we don't know anything about anything. So, But we're watching The Ring this week. Yes. Okay. The Americanized version, the 2002 version, that's what we're watching. Mm -hmm. But I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if this has any based in some other story. Is I don't think it's based on a true story with my <laughs> logical mind, somewhat logical mind. But I was like, there's got to be a little bit of background to it. Yeah. And you better believe there is. Oh and bless you for doing this beautiful, beautiful research. I really, really went for it. And you can look at my iPad right now and I'm see looking. I copy and pasted an article. <laughs> I'm fucking 
can really put my heart and my soul into this. Um, so I did find the background story that inspired the ring um, from a website called iHorror, iHorror.com. Hmm. Um, and there is an article on that website called The Real Japanese Story That Helped Inspire the Ring. Ooh. And it's written by Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Sorry. And it's written by Army Hammer. Hammer. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, but there is like an, it's like an oldie timey ghost story that inspired this. And when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, okay, that tracks for the movie. <gasps> Okay. Oh, so, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> like I said, if you want to be smart, go to iHorror.com and look up this article by my boy Timothy. But let me summarize it for yeah, you right here. Please. So this is like way back in the day. Mm -hmm. This is the time of samurais and servants. Okay. In Japan. Mm -hmm. There is this pad. Okay. And it's called Himeji Castle. Also, my my pronunciation is going to be atrocious. So Sounded great to who me. knows anything about uh, the Japanese language, and I apologize right now. But, but you don't speak Japanese. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I've never claimed to. <laughs> but okay, so that's the pad. We were in this castle, right? Mm -hmm. And in this castle, um, there is a crime that's taken place. <gasps> Would you like to know a little bit about yes. it? All right, so we've got this bro. But back in those days, we didn't call them a bro. We called them a samurai. Oh. oh, fuck you. No, we call them, he's a samurai, which okay. is definitely, well, and me knowing nothing about the history or the culture, I would say <laughs> the most bro-y profession of Japan at that time yes. to be a samurai. Mm. Could yeah. you imagine a samurai on TikTok right oh, now? Oh, my God. He would, oh, <laughs> he would my do a dance routine with a fucking sword. With a sword. Okay, so that's what I'm saying about the samurai. Like, you yeah. know this guy was a total bro. Total bro. Total bro. If he lived now, he would definitely have a hinge profile with him holding a fish. A fish. <laughs> he definitely drives an all-black all Dodge Ram. <laughs> so maybe a samurai, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, stylish enough to reel you in. Reel you in, another fish reference. But... <laughs> That's his hinge profile bio. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm going to reel you in. in. Just like I did this fish. It's a yeah. trout. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? Um, Cook okay. it up for dinner and eat it. Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went yeah, too yeah, far yeah. with that one. But he's a samurai. All right. You know, he's cool, but he's a douche. Yeah. His name is Tassan Aoyama. Mm. Sorry about the pronunciation, I, but that's I his name. I love it. We're going to call him Tassan. Yeah, Tassan. Um, which, uh, translates in English to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something so serious. No. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> oh my God, that was too good. <laughs> so this guy's a bro. All right. He lives in this castle. He lives in this pad. You know, his parents hooked him up. Tesson. He's living in this castle. And in this castle is a servant girl. And let me tell you, she's not bad to look at. I can imagine. She's a babe. Um, she, her name is Okiku. I love the name. She's a servant girl. Like, she's working her way. Like, she knows she's too pretty for her job. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds like us. <laughs> but yeah, so she's this total babe. And she has a chill personality, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's her name not, is Okiku. Like, yeah, come she's on. like a cool girl. Yeah. 
She's she like not like other girls. No. She's a hundred times cooler than us, that's for sure. <laughs> and we want to be her. And we want to be her. Um, Okiku, which roughly translates in English now to Ashley. Oh, yeah, uh. Ashley, Ashley. <laughs> okay. So our boy Tassan sees her and he he's like, describe my face right now. Mm, he's fuck boy, grab the Grab the chin, bite the lip, and, like, go backwards. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's like, mm, he wants her as his mistress. That's what as he wants. His... Oh, he's married. Well, no, but, like, as oh. his little lover. Little baby slut. <laughs> I don't know. I think, yeah, mistress, which roughly translates in <laughs> to today's language slut. to baby slut. Um, okay, but she's, like, not feeling it. Like, she's kind of her. into artsy guys, I imagine. <laughs> um she's or like, she's yeah she's like have you heard of like van gogh yeah like i'm holding out for him yeah. i'm holding out for him and he's not going to be born in another 500 years <laughs> and i'm holding and out i'm like really him. holding out for him i'm sorry uh-huh. i hope someone turns me into a ghost so i can meet him one day <laughs> um so she's not feeling his affection right good and all right when a bro is rejected is he calm cool and collected no is, he's a murderer well, you're not wrong. Typically. He's, of course, not going to react nicely about this because you've bruised him in his little fragile, little Ma- bitch-ass, weak-ass masculinity. Toxic masculinity yep. has been affected. It's been affected. Okay. So, he's like, that's okay. He's, Your boy, he's Tassan... But you weren't even hot anyway. You're kind of fat. <laughs> You're fucking ugly anyway. I don't even know why I even talked to you in the first place. You're fucking winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's determined to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Right? So he comes up with a little plan because he thinks he's oh, a Jesus. smart boy. Right? We hate when men come up with plans. Oh, God. It's so tragic. <laughs> okay. So he gets basically his parents because he's living in this castle with serv- servants. So he's like, Dad, Daddy. Like, you help me with something. <laughs> I'm telling my mom. <laughs> exactly. And his mom's like, anything for you, baby. Ew. Um, so the royal family, they tell Okiku that she has to guard these 10 golden plates. They're like, that's your whole job in the whole wide world. These 10 golden plates okay. are everything. That's all you need to focus on. Um, but our boy, Tassan, he thinks... Kyle. AKA Kyle. <laughs> he thinks that he's going to hide one of those plates, but blame it on her for losing it. What a brat. That's his plan. And he thinks that she is going to feel so bad. She's going to face the death penalty for losing a plate. And so she'll be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't want to die. Like I'll do anything for you. I'll be like your woman, whatever. Oh my God. And if I know Okiku, she's going to be like, kill me. Thank you. You better fucking believe (laughs) she would rather fucking die than date this basic ass bro. Oh my God. And what a slap in the face to Kyle. He is. He is as if his masculinity masculinity was not bruised before yeah. now it's she's fucking like kicked hi, in the balls, balls. Baby. <laughs> she's like hi i'd rather die i'd rather fucking die <laughs> thank you okay so you fucking called it our girl she's like i would rather kill myself than <laughs> be in love with you you fucking piece of shit and she throws herself down the castle's largest stone well 
Okay, I'm seeing a resemblance here. Okay, but does that end things? I don't think so. There's water in it? No. There's not? Yes. No, what's this saying? There's no fury greater than a woman scorned. That's not the saying. A scorned woman, right? uh, Hell hath no fury like a scorned Scorned woman woman. or something. You all are listening and you're screaming Now you tell us. Thanks. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so pretty much she dies, but she's still pissed. Okay. Okay. Um, Rightfully so. So after her death, Okiku decides she's going to keep visiting Tassan Mm. at night. I love her. But now she's this fucking angry spirit. And she believed that she had lost one of the plates. And so they. the story goes that, like, you can hear her like if you go to the well and this actually is a real well um you can hear her counting over and over again and then like smashing them against the walls in anger oh um but so she like comes out to fucking torture to which i respect that i love it so much i would 10 out of 10 do that i love that so much but she is wearing a white funeral dress her hair is dark dirty and stringy from being in the well sounds like me right now but she crawls out of the well and she visits Tassan, who's like totally scared in the early, early hours in the morning, like still dark out. And mm. she looks like it's like if you've seen the ring, that girl is like, okay, yep, that was that's the okay, same. Cool. Exactly. Um, so in Japanese, these ghosts are called Yurei. It's I'm knowing I'm saying that so wrong. It's spelled Y-U-R-E-I. But this is a name in Japanese, like, for a spirit who is not at peace after dying. Like, this is a common thing. Okay, so there that well, like I said, like, this castle is a real place. The well is a real place. And it's named after Okiku. Um, and they're, like, she's still in there when she threw herself in. Comes out to torture her bro. But, like, generally, like, she's still in the well. Is this, like, a real story, though? Um, I don't know if you can say for sure. <gasps> we should go. I, I want to go. I saw pictures it. of it. It looks cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, we're going to look it up. Um, But people say, like, they can hear her counting, like I said oh. earlier. And um, I, don't, I think the castle might be closed. Oh. But for a while, there was actually such a fear of her coming up that they put, like, a large um, covering over the well. Okay. Just like in the movie, to keep her from escaping. Oh, my God. And that's the story behind it. Wow. Which, like, if you watch the movie, it's like, oh, I definitely I, get that. I see that now. Yeah. I feel like there were, well, I mean, I'll talk about it in a little bit, but there was, like, a trend in the early 2000s to mid-aughts. Um, <laughs> where mid-aughts. they were, like, remaking Japanese horror for, like, mm-hmm. Western audiences. And a lot of them had to do with, like, vengeful spirits. It's like, you're really not saying that's wrong. But, like, it was all centered around that. I just love that, and I love Okiku. I love her, too. I stand her 110%. I would want to be her friend, and she probably wouldn't like me. I would be at the well every day being like, hey. I know. Like, do you need anything? <laughs> I can throw some, like, Essie nail polish down there. I bought you a hairband. Um, yeah. Do you need a hair tie? Got that for you, and there's, like, I saw it at Target. I just thought this was so you. There's a headband. <laughs> They're really in style right now. Trust me. I got like a leave-in conditioner and, <laughs> and I'm like just toss it down the well. <laughs> I know that there's water down there. Like maybe just like 
put this in your hair. It's called shampoo. Um, try yeah, it, but try also it. don't. Um, if you don't want to, yeah. I got this speaker that you can actually get wet, so I'm gonna throw that down. <laughs> JBL Bluetooth. We oh would, my god, we would make offerings. Yeah, God, I love OK. Yeah, this is so interesting. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, I know. Oh, wow, cool. incredible research. You are just a freaking true scholar. You are. Mm-hmm. You must have gone to college. You know what I did? You did. That might surprise a lot of you, but I did. But she, but she did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like I said, though, we're watching The Ring this week and not Ringu. Ringu? Ringu? I don't know. It seems wrong when I'm saying it, but that's the original <laughs> Japanese version that I, this movie's based on. Well, I remember hearing about this movie like when I was younger and I was 0% interested in scary anything. Mm-hmm. Like people would tell me scary stories at sleepovers and I'd plug my ears and like go into the other room. <laughs> and now, like, obviously that's changed a lot, but I remember my sister, Jordan, watched it and she said that she had to sleep with like blankets over her TV and stuff. <laughs> I was scared when I first saw I know I was scared. I don't I didn't remember a lot about it, yeah, like watching either. it now, but it was definitely like the time of my life when I was like getting into horror. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, like a lot of like Japanese horror remakes were coming out. So that was just kind of like my Yeah. Like environment, I guess, for horror movies. Yeah, I was like the same. I like started with the grudge and then like made my way to the ring. But people yeah, a lot of people, like even adults told me that the ring ruined their mm-hmm. life. Getting into some of the background. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So this movie was directed by a person named Gore Verbinski. Oh, what Gore. a name. Gore. That is a great. As a first name. Horror movie director name. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to name my kids all based on horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> like this is Gore. This is Samara. And this is, give uh, me another one, Bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Bone. Do you know how fast I date somebody named Bone? People be like, red flag. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. Green flag, baby. I'm it's going. a red flag and I'm a fucking bull charging <laughs> toward it. Just pawing my hoof like, oh, let me at him. So this movie came out in 2002. So let me tell you a little bit about the year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with a fact that really shakes, shakes me to my goddamn core. Oh, Jesus. And that is that. Ben Affleck was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, I have a hard time with that one. This is probably my only good fact I have. Okay. Christina Aguilera's Dirty came out. God. Which that song slaps. Fact about 2002. This was the year that Michael Jackson dangled a baby off his balcony. Baby. (laughs) You remember that? I do remember that really Um, well. A song that was popping off. Eminem's Lose Yourself. Ew. A.K.A. Mom's Spaghetti. (laughs) My wee's are meek. <laughs> and my arms are heavy, so I'm holding this baby oh, straight out. <laughs> and my arms are heavy from holding this baby straight out. <laughs> um, I honestly, unpopular opinion, hate Eminem. Um, okay, another fact. Devin's favorite Christmas singer, aka Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> she came out that year. <gasps> oh, 2002. oh, really? Yeah. And then my last fun fact is just that Ja Rule, or he was number one on Billboard mm-hmm. by being featured in an Ashanti song, which we love Ja Rule only because we love Hate Fire Fest. Fest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're obsessed. So that's 2002 for mm-hmm. you just to like get you back in the vibe. I feel it. Um, I just wanted to talk for like two seconds about the trend of remaking Japanese horror mm-hmm. for 
Western audiences, which this really popped off in the early 2000s. And I think The Ring really kicked it mm-hmm. off because The Ring had a lot of success. Like I feel like it made like 250 million. Like it oh. did really well. In the early 2000s, it's like obviously you have The Ring in 2002 and then you've got movies like The Grudge. Yeah, which I was like, obsessed with. I love The Grudge. Um, but like Dark Water, Pulse, One Missed Call, like these Oh my just, God, One Missed Call. Shut they the were fuck all up. remakes of Japanese horror. But I don't think any of these movies had, like, the same success that The Ring had. No. Um, Because that obviously popped off. And I think that tells us a couple things. Is, mm-hmm. one, we should not um, just watch the fucking Hollywood versions of these movies. Because I bet the Japanese horror is so much better. God. If we were more cultured, we would do that. Um, And also, I think that most of these movies had the plot feature of, like, a vengeful spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, the your rye or whatever i called it earlier and so all these movies have that similar plot element Mm -hmm. and because they all did it's like the market was just like at a certain point like okay we've seen this enough times recently like it's not hitting like it did in the ring (laughs) and so that trend kind of like petered off like now we don't see as much of it not to say like you don't see it all like yeah, no, but it's you don't still see there, but you definitely don't see as much. Like there was a there was a time in like the there was early like a, to mid two thousands that mm-hmm. was like, oh, let's just go, and yeah. that was it. And now it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just I, it's yeah. very for me. Like I don't know if our listeners will really care, but just for me, it was like when I was really getting into horror movies. Like yes, I would watch some of the older shit, but also the movies that were coming out and the movies that were like heavily marketed mm-hmm. were these movies. And it was like so talked about. Like people were like, "Oh my god, these movies Have are you so seen scary." A grudge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, "No, I don't know. <gasps> I'm so scary scared." Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was worth mentioning because it I was like, like of yeah. the time, but yeah. Um, no, thank you. We need more of that, though. I feel like other culture, like other cultures, movies that are like horror movies. I think they're way scarier. Well, I think. Too, but I also think like when they're Americanized, it sucks. It sucks, and I think that we're getting to the point where people are not as intimidated to watch foreign films. Mm-hmm. Like more mainstream audiences are not as intimidated. Mm-hmm. I think big evidence is like Parasite. I loved that slapping movie. so hard. God, that shit slapped so good. Where like people are realizing like I don't have to wait for Hollywood to redo it. Or, it's like, called- I'm not going to lose the meaning if I have to read subtitles. Like, they're like, they're, I'm missing out on great movies because yes. I am not watching foreign films. Even, like, we watched Raw last week. Yeah. Like, foreign film, that's fantastic. Thank you. Of course. I feel like I'm in 2002. Yay. I really do. Good. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> well, I see what you did there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we'll get into it. Um, I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis on this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie is way too fucking old for you guys to have not have seen it. Yeah. If you would like to still see it before I ruin the whole movie for you, go ahead and stop right here. Mm -hmm. Pause it. Watch the movie because there are going to be spoilers ahead. Watch it with the comfort that you get to come back to our warm embrace. So, The Ring. We're going to get into it. There, the scene sets. (laughs) (laughs) So we start with two girls 
who we learn are Becca, she's the brunette, and then a blonde named Katie. They're watching TV. They're teens. They're teens. (laughs) I said that so fucking creepy. Yes, I regret it. Teens. (laughs) Let me tell you guys. They're fucking teens. They're teens. I'm not that old. Ew. Um, They're teens. But they are teenagers. Yes. So they're watching TV and they're talking. And Becca brings up a little little fun anecdote which i feel like that would be really relevant in your nice conversation something we would chat about yes um she talks about a tape that when you watch it it kills you and she says that it's basically like a nightmare that you watch and then after you watch it you get a phone call and the phone call says seven days and then you die in seven days <laughs> and katie is like visibly extremely upset and she's like I watched the tape. She's like, I watched it last weekend, actually a week from today, seven mm-hmm. days from then. Um, I did watch that at a cabin with my friends, my boyfriend, whatever the fuck. Later on, they're just hanging out and um, Katie and Becca get separated. Like Becca's going to bed. Katie's talking to her mom on the phone and she goes upstairs. There is water coming out of her drip, bedroom drip, drip. door underneath. Drip drop, baby. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, opens the door and she sees her TV is on and it's on the well scene of the, it's a well, it's a water well. Like a black and white yeah. fucking grainy scene of a well. Yes. And it's on her TV and she dies. Dies. We go to a little kid named Aiden. He mm-hmm. is waiting in class with his teacher. It's this only little, him and his teacher. Yeah. He's drawing pictures. This little fucking weirdo. This weirdo. And he is waiting for his mom. So the mom shows up. She's late, obviously, and she is busy with work. She's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Aiden's like, I'm going to the car. And he goes out to the car, and the teacher is like, hey, can I talk to you for a quick second? Like, I know that Aiden's cousin died, and they were pretty close. Like, has he said anything? Have you talked to him? Like, You learn, like, the girl who died at the top of the movie is his yeah. cousin. And she's like, he doesn't really talk much. I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, I really want to show you something, and it's his art. And he's been drawing people, like, under, like, in a grave, basically. Yeah, creepy fucking pics. And she's like, okay, well, like, she whatever like she's he's like yeah he's dealing with a family death yeah and the teacher's like well okay so you mentioned that katie died three days ago and he drew these a week ago and she's like oh thanks teach <sighs> gotta go so the next day they are getting ready for katie's funeral so they go to the funeral they're kind of walking around um they're, you hear mutters of people being like weird about the situation like mm-hmm. Someone says, like, kids don't just have strokes unless Mm -hmm. they're on drugs. And someone was like, well, then why is it a closed coffin? Like, all these weird Mm -hmm. things. So Rachel um, goes up to her sister, Ruth, who is Katie's mom. And she, like, obviously consoles her and talks to her. And she's like, you know, three doctors can't even tell me what happened to Katie. Um, Mm -hmm. Will you look into it? Because she's more. She's like, 16-year-old girls' hearts don't just stop. And then, then. Katie's mom, Ruth, she's like, and I fucking saw what she looked like when she's dead. It does a quick flash over and, and it's goofy. Oh, oh, I didn't like it. That kind of scared me. It kind of scared it's me. It's goofy, but it is, I like, I'm it like, was gross. Cause she like opens up a closet and she's like sitting in there. And then like as she opens it, her, like her jaws like wide open and she's like, her head like falls down. I'm like, so she's like, Please just figure out what happened. This is your job. You do this. You're a reporter. You find answers. Whatever. 
Rachel goes outside to smoke a cigarette mm-hmm. and she overhears some young young kids. Some, some fucking teens. teens. There's more <laughs> teens out there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the girls is like, okay, well then why would she be in a mental hospital in or like in a straight jacket with like grippy socks or something? Rachel's like, hey, hey teens, hey, smoking a cigarette. She's like, I remember cool when too. I was your age. Yeah, hey. I uh what are you talking about? <laughs> How about that M&M? Uh-huh. <laughs> what was this? Mom spaghetti, eh? Mom spaghetti. Anyone? 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 Okay, cool. I have a cigarette. Um and so she's like, what, who's in a mental hospital? And they're like, Becca. And she's like, oh, that's the girl that was with her the night that she died. Like, do you guys have any information? Like, what's going on? This random guy. He looks like a very famous early 2000s teen. He does. He I'll looks never stop classic. saying the word teen. Teen. <laughs> Street youths. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's like, no, it's not about, like, any of this whole situation. It's basically about the tape. And... The friend, like one of the other friends, she's like, yeah, I heard that her boyfriend, Josh, and like shuts the fuck up. And she's like, what? And she's like, oh, where is Josh? Who is he? Like what? And she's like, yeah, well, he actually killed himself the same night that um, freaking Katie died. And she's like, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so um, later in the funeral, Aiden, who was the young boy of Rachel, he starts like he seems to be clairvoyant in my mind. Yeah. He starts walking the same steps as Katie that night and, like, ends up in Katie's bedroom. And his Where mom... Died, yeah. Yes. She just, like, starts, like, going through her things. And she sees, like, a bunch of magazine cutouts, like, ripped out or, like, whatever with mm-hmm. people's faces. But they've been scratched out. Probably from, like, Teen Vogue. <laughs> like, like, Tiger Beat. <laughs> and maybe, like, a cosmopolitan if you could get your hands on one. <laughs> So she sees, like, all these faces scratched out, but then she, like, reaches into a binder pocket and finds, like, a photo developing tag. And so she's like, I'm going to go find these photos. And so the next day, Rachel, she gets the picture. She's looking through them, and it kind of walks you through the night. Like, they get there. They're taking pictures of what, like, them arriving, getting Mm -hmm. settled in. You see them being dumbasses. You see them maybe having sex. A little bit raunchy. So she gets the pictures. You see them having all these, like, whatever. You see them watch a tape. Like, there's obviously a staticky tape playing in the background. And then as they're leaving, they take a picture. And all four of the people's faces are blurred out, like, kind of distorted. Mm-hmm. So Rachel starts doing some digging. And she starts looking into Josh, the uh, Katie's secret boyfriend. And in the paper, it says that he fell off an apartment building and died at 10 p.m. And then she looks further and she sees that two students died in the car crash at 10 p.m. And then she confirms with someone that she knows she's, he's a obviously a really great um, resource for her in the journalism field. Yeah. But he can tell her the time of death of Katie and it was t- also 10 p.m. So they all died at yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah, which I find it odd that she's the first person to realize this is a red flag. It seems mm-hmm. like, like really weird to me. Yeah, no one else was like, like yeah, so four like- friends <laughs> all died at the same time on and, the same night. And they went to a cabin. Interesting. And one of them's jaw was... Like, about three feet away from where it should have been. <laughs> At her knees. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, Rachel decides that she's going to go up to the mountain house where they stayed. And so, she asks the close-up magic extraordinaire if he remembers these kids that mm. stayed there. He's like, oh, yeah, they stayed in cabin 12. They didn't pay. They had a number of complaints about the TV. He's like, the reception sucks. That's why we bought a tape player for all these videos. And he, like, gestures towards, like, this his bookshelf of tapes. And he's like, you'll see. Yeah. And then she's, like, looking at it, and 
there is one that's unmarked. Mm-hmm. So she grabs it, puts it in her pocket, whatever. She's like, I'm going to take a nap here. I'm going to rent a room and take a nap before I head home. And she goes in there into the room and she gets cabin 12 mm-hmm. and she watches the tape. Which, okay. Hey, if, I mean, if someone told me this, this thing will kill you, kill you in seven days, I'd, I'd be, be like, like, probably like, yeah, I don't want to work next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just all kidding. Right, I would right, watch I like it. it. And- yeah, no, I would do some research at the very least. Mm-hmm. Like, see what p- parts oh, to like, pause if you watch it through, like, a mirror, do you think? Ooh, that's smart cookie. That's what I would do. That's what I do different. Or, like, pause it at certain time codes and then, like, fast forward through the next. Or, like, I would just fast forward it. Record it, it on my phone while it's playing and I'm looking away and then watch it on my phone. So smart. So smart. But I guess it was 2002. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my razor had that capability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyway, so she is watching this tape. And listen up. She is sitting so fucking close to the TV. Oh, I think yeah. that her vision is fucked. Anyways, <laughs> if you always want to know, this is what the tape shows. Yeah. First of all, starts with a ring, then static. Then there's a blood river. There's a chair. The chair glitches. There's a woman combing her hair in a painting, which I thought was a painting. We'll soon find out it's a mirror. Mm-hmm. There's a girl standing in a painting with her hair in her face. Okay, kind of think of Cousin It. Think of Okiku. Okiku. Um, the combing hair lady, she looks to where the other painting was. There's a crayon on fire. I don't know. Um, there's a man standing in a window. There's a tree blowing in the wind. There's Mike Pence's fly appearance. <laughs> and some... that's where he got his, that was his first major role. You love seeing people live their dreams, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. He's really talented. Mm-hmm. So then you see a man puking up. A sausage, a face screaming in a garbage bag, um, a well, tree on fire, a nail. Okay, Ew. this part was so gross. Like a nail going Ew. through a finger in the fingernail. It was so gross. There's also a horse eye in here. Just I don't know if you're getting into that. But yes, I got you. Okay, sorry. Sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. You I, know how I, I, am. I was like, I have to. I thought it was a cow okay. at first. <laughs> so we got maggots that turn into people swimming. Uh, was really yeah, weird. That was weird. A glass of water on a table with a chair nearby, and there's a gigantic centipede that walks by. A goat with three legs. An eyeball. Um, three legs. Very dark and wicked. Yeah. The well being covered up. Mm-hmm. Twitching fingers in a box. Combing hair lady, which we now find out is a mirror. She is standing in front of it and taking her hair down and turning to look at you. Then the man in the window is gone. The chair from the beginning is upside down and spinning. There's a ladder propped up on a wall. Dead horse on the beach. Sorry, Emily. I wrote that in my notes. I do be sad. I know. I saw that and I was like, oh, she's upset. She's not going to be okay. No. There is a woman a woman <laughs> standing on a cliff where the tree was blowing in the wind and she just falls off the mm-hmm. cliff. The ladder falls. The well closes. There um, is a shot of a well from like back behind like outside of yeah. the wall, not inside the wall. Mm-hmm. Static. And then Rachel's pupils kind of constrict and she gets a call. She answers it. And what does it say? Seven days. You did a really good job describing what was on the tape. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. Um, Can I just say really quick, you know mm-hmm. what it made me think of? Yeah. You know the episode of The Office where Gabe <laughs> is trying to help Aaron plan an actually scary Halloween party <laughs> and he does like this like shock core horror, like this like it's like the kind of horror that's just like black and white images that make you really yes. uncomfortable and everyone has to sit around and watch it. Like I was like, this is that literally is so the exact accurate. same tape. That's so yeah. Well, I was like watching the tape and I was like, 
this really isn't that scary but, but you put like, it in oh, black and white so gross and yeah like, uncomfortable and, yeah when you make it like staticky in between i think yeah it makes it scary and like, like oh, silent yeah yeah if you did like the tree blowing in the wind in color it wouldn't be scary it'd be, be really like, peaceful oh, majestic i'm like i want to be there right now yeah but when you, it's in black and yeah, white, there's static gross. and it's on a tape and it's a little bit glitchy and weird. It's really it's fucking gross. Like this, the disturbing. Nail the, the nail. nail. <laughs> and the centipede. I fucking hate this, a centipede. Oh, I hate a centipede too. Might even have been a millipede. They don't actually make a sound when they scuttle, but every time I see them, I, I picture like. Oh, that was good. I actually kind of like that. I'm going to ask you to do that later. I'll do it later for sure. Okay. Okay. So we are on day one. Okay. So she watched the tape at night. We're on day one now mm-hmm. for Rachel. Aiden is like making himself lunch. He's so self-sufficient. He mm-hmm. sends sends himself off to school and she's just like sitting in her room staring at the tape. Like he calls her Rachel. He's such yeah, a little he, adult. I think that's so fucking funny. He's like, good night, Rachel. I know, that's <laughs> such a douche move, but I love it. I'm obsessed with him. He's like six years old. He's like, bye, Rachel. <laughs> um, so she takes the um like a few photos and the tape to her friend and you find out this friend's name is noah and she's like hey take my picture why don't you and he does and her face is all distorted like in the photo of katie and her friends and he's like oh is this the same camera she's like nope different one interesting and she's like scroll through the pictures it's a bunch of selfies that's how i look when i take a selfie like all fucked up and he's like Okay, so I thought, what does this have to do with, with the tape? And she's like, well, you shouldn't see it until I know more about it, whatever. And he's like, yeah, no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. This tape did not kill them. Like, it pops it in, and she leaves the room. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to see it. But so he watches it. He's like, yeah, I mean, um, it it's a tape. It didn't mm-hmm. kill these kids. Yeah, he's like, very film student. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. Like, he's like, okay, this sucked. It was really amateur. And then the phone rings. But they don't answer it. And he's like, okay, so we watched it and we're fine. We're not dead. Like, I don't know what the deal is. She's like, oh, I forgot to mention it takes seven days, <laughs> like a whole week. And he's like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> and so um, she was like, well, we just need to know who made the tape. Where did it come fr- from? Like, whatever. He seems to be a tape expert, which yeah. is this job is just not at all useful in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Right now. He picked a he, career that is not going to sustain it. Exactly. He was very good at what he did, but mm-hmm. it did not last long. So he said he's going to look into it. And there's like a message on the phone and she just like deletes it, which that's me because I like pretend that nothing's okay. wrong. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Me at work. <laughs> yes. So she is copying the tape on a very high tech for 2002 get up and she like looks at the time codes on there and it's like glitching it's not saying like one two three like Mm -hmm. how many seconds it's just like looking like it's fucked up yeah Yeah. and she's like interesting so day two baby we're on the next day um they her and noah try the copy of the tape on a different tape player and the time codes are still fucked up and he says Quote, it's impossible because the numbers are the control track they put on the tape and when it's recorded, meaning theoretically there shouldn't be any images. So this is the translation is that when you record a tape on uh, the, the makeup of the tracks is like a signature for whatever they did on the recording or however they recorded it. So the control track can tell us where it came from, like being it like it'd be like being born without fingerprints. So basically, like this tape has to have a time track or else 
it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like there wouldn't be anything on it. Whatever. So they're trying to figure out where it's from. Um, they're looking at the tape like frame by frame. They have like a flirty moment where they're trying to stretch the tape and find out like what's on the next, like just little couple inches over. Mm -hmm. And then they have like this flirty moment where they're like touching hands and like they like pull away and they ha have like a weird mm -hmm. like eye contact moment. This girl Beth walks in. Like it's so awkward. Yeah. It almost made me cringe my ass off. And so his that's his assistant is Beth and she like kisses him on the cheek. It's super weird. Rachel gets super uncomfortable and like grabs all of her stuff really fast, and, like runs out the door and she's like, I'm just gonna leave. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And they have like a weird exchange where basically she's like, you know, I already know that you are immature and you think I'm a crazy obsessive bitch. And I think that we should just jump to that and just stop talking yeah. about this right now. And he's like, okay. So she like speeds out of the house, out of his apartment or studio or whatever. Mm -hmm. Day three. Uh, Rachel visits the mental institution that Becca's in mm -hmm. and she's interviewing her about the night with Katie and Becca says she'll show you and she's like who and she's like not now four days like saying mm -hmm. like she knows how much time she has left and so she goes to this like weird tape place which I did not know existed back in the mm -hmm. day so she can basically like take pictures like screenshots from the oh. tape but they are printed like a Chuck E. Cheese fucking. So fucking glad we don't live in that time. <laughs> yeah, for That's real. So hard. I was gonna say it sounds like impossible to find anything out. Um, and she's like trying to stretch the tape to see like what's on the next screen at this uh -huh. like little blowy, windy uh, tree scene. <laughs> yeah, blowy as fuck. <laughs> There's a blowy in it. <laughs> um, and she sees a lighthouse, so she takes a picture, and she sees like in the tape. She, like, goes back really fast, and she sees the fly, but when the, the tape is paused, the fly is, like, kind of moving, and she, like, goes and touches the screen, like, goes to grab Ew. the fly, and it comes out yeah. of the fucking Which is tape. Just so unnerving. Gross. And I'm like, don't grab Mike Pence's fly like that. Yeah, like, don't he's a fucking reach for someone so prestigious like that. <laughs> like, you aren't even a Show famous. a little respect, Rachel. <laughs> Put some respect on the fly's name. <laughs> um, so we're going to day four. She is at a library looking up lighthouses in America. This is, seems like pre-Google days, even though like later on she's on the internet. But I'm she's like, she's asking Jeeves. Um, and she finds the lighthouse from the tape. And so she finds out that it's on Mosco Island. And so apparently she can ask Jeeves about this <laughs> island. And she sees the lady from the tape that was like combing her hair. I call her combing lady. She is actually named... Anna Morgan. She finds out she's a horse rider. And yeah. so she Googles Anna Morgan horses. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you find out that there's this mysterious sickness that strikes on Morgan Ranch horses farm or whatever. Like two horses drown. Like they're all being like super suicidal. And they're like, you know, the breeder commits suicide by jumping off a cliff. Like she, she had suffered from mm -hmm. hallucinations and been institutionalized in the past. And as she's researching, she looks down like she's like, what about you, Anna? Like she's like trying to figure mm -hmm. out. It looks like she's writing, but she looks down and she's actually just scratched the face out of Anna, like in the book. Mm -hmm. Like the same thing that Katie she did in her earlier, magazines. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. that's that's a little bit disconcerting. Uh, concerning. Yeah. Concerning. Day five. Noah is buying cigarettes and the lady's like, you're going to die. Like looks at him and he's like. 
what? And she's like, yeah, no, lung cancer is like a serious thing. Like, blah, 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 goes on. And he's like, okay, leaves. And as he's leaving, he like looks at the security uh, TV. Like there's the footage on the TV and he sees that his face is all distorted. So um, later on, Rachel calls Ruth, her sister, to see if she can watch Aiden for like two days while she goes upstate because she wants to look up this Anna Morgan girl. Mm. And she like start, like drinks her water all casual and then starts coughing like a psychopath. Oh my god! And she pulls out, and I thought at this first is, it was hair, and it reminds me of Rot. Like the, we of Rot. <laughs> it's the same scene, basically. Killed me. So she's like pulling and pulling and pulling. I thought it was hair, but it's actually like a, a like ten a, lead, like a a lead that you would put on your. You know, like they do like twelve leads for echocardiograms like it's like something oh. that you like get stuck on in the doctors oh i did not gather that it's like oh, something that they gather the information yeah okay and so she's like pulling and pulling and pulling and like gagging and seriously this made me gag so bad but i'm looking right now and it says this made me gaga and i love <laughs> i love what i'm doing in my and life so right topical now. for this week <laughs> yes but it's like she pulls it out and gets back on the phone and she's like hello and like her sister hung up listening to her throw up probably but the, her phone is like leaking water so she goes into Aiden's room to check on him and there is the hairy little girl the little it cousin uh cousin it <laughs> sitting on a chair in a puddle in the room and Rachel like goes up to her to like tap her like hey leave and she grabs Rachel's arm and takes her on a little quick journey um Basically, it's just like her being in a mental hospital, being filmed, and being uh, hugged up to the leads that she just pulled out of her throat. Oh, no, you're smart. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> so um, she like wakes up. It was like a bad dream. But then she looks down at her arm, and she has a hand mark, like a bruise or a burn, mm -hmm. where this girl has grabbed, grabbed her. her. Yeah. And she is like checking on Aiden. His door is open. He's out of bed. And he is watching the tape. <sighs> So she walks in like right as he's finishing it and um, there's like a little additive there because like she starts crawling out, which she's not seen yeah. before. She, like the girl you starts crawling out of the, out of the well. Yeah. yeah. Ew, and she is so mad and she is so sad and she holds him and the phone rings and she like picks it up and sets it right back down, like hangs up and it rings again and she like grabs him and she's like, leave him alone. And it's no one. He's like, hello. And she's like, oh, hey. Um, sorry. Oh, Devin answers the phone every time I call her. It's so dramatic. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, oh, God, that'd be me. So he's, uh, Noah seems to be panicking on the other line. He has taken so many Polaroid selfies of him. And his face is in, like being distorted in every single one of them. And Rachel's like, he watched the tape. And and she's like, or sorry, Noah's like, who? And she's like, says, our son. So you find mm -hmm. out that Noah and Rachel have a son together, which is Aiden. Interesting. They come up with a plan, Rachel and Noah, that Noah is going to go to the psych psychiatric hospital mm -hmm. to find out anything that they can about Anna. And Rachel is going to go to the island and try to go to Morgan Farms. Mm -hmm. And so um, Noah drops her off, whatever. I she gets the name Anna Morgan. I do too. It's a banger. So classy. It's a, it sounds like a horse girl name too. It does. <laughs> it does. So much. I love it. Oh. So yeah, Rachel gets onto the island, but she has to take a ferry to mm -hmm. get out there. And she sees like a little horse and a little horse carriage trailer. trailer. And she's like trying to pet it and it like starts freaking out and like getting so mad. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. See, no, it's not. And like this horse is going so fucking crazy the closer, like screaming basically. 
and breaks out of its chain. Yeah. And then like pummels down the trailer door and starts running through, like stomping on cars, galloping through this little ferry. And then like people are trying to surround it and try to get it to calm down and mm-hmm. get it under control so upset and there's yes. this little girl and she's like my horse yeah so it's sad. so sad and so basically the horse like starts running full speed and it's over where rachel is and rachel's like it's gonna get me ducks down but no the horse just jumps off the ferry into the water and starts drowning oh, and so everyone runs to the other side of the ship where the propeller is and they're like waiting 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 and then you just see blood in the water and you know that the horse got propelled and this is where you lose me this is horrible when i saw that i was like emily's rating like overall rating is a negative two yeah (laughs) um we kind of switch over to noah he can't get into the record rooms so he breaks in at the psychiatric hospital snake because he didn't know where they were and he was like they're like oh dummy they're in the basement. If you just turn left, right, and then <laughs> yeah, you dumbass. Yeah, then you know. And he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, got me, and then breaks into it like stupid. So then Rachel, she gets to the Morgan Horse Farm, knocks on the door. No one is answering. So she walks around the g- grounds and she sees like that window where that man was standing in the tape. Mm-hmm. She keeps walking, and there is a man hammering a fence that looks like t- it's not broken at all. I don't know what he, huh. he is doing. And it is Richard Morgan, Anna's uh, husband. Yeah. And he said that he is willing to talk to her about her story that she's writing. And she asks about, um, asks Richard, like, do you know what this is? It's the tape. And he's like, where did you get that? Um, is this the only copy, basically? And she's like, no, I made a copy. Copy. And his mood changes and he no longer wants to talk. And she's like, okay, but where's your daughter? And he's like, I don't have a daughter. And then he, he like kicks her out and like slams the door in her face. So she's looking around the house and she sees like a swing. Curious. She looks at the drawing that um, her son Aiden drew for her and it's the entire house perfectly to a mm-hmm. T laid out in this drawing. And she even, he even drew um, the little girl's hair, the creepy like in her face. So um, Aiden We're going to switch to this. Yeah. Aiden is drawing like a bunch of crazy pictures, like really intensely. And he's like scribbling so hard, like drawing like a black. He's basically just coloring a whole entire page black. And so she calls him and she's like, hey, why did you draw this? Like, what is going on? And he was like, well, the girl told me to. Like, she shows me things and I draw them. And she's like, well, does she still live here? And he's like, no, she lives in a dark place now. Um... But the horse, she doesn't like it because the horses keep her up. And she's like, okay, crazy. And Noah is finding out at the same time that Anna Morgan has been trying to have kids, but she's had like 60 plus miscarriages, like constantly, which is horrible. Mm -hmm. Rachel decides to go to a wise old woman who I think is probably a therapist to get some answers about the Morgan family. So this woman, she admits that they had adopted a little girl named Samara. Anna was starting to see some horrible things, having some hallucinations, but it only happened when she was around Samara. So she referred them to a psych ward and she was like, I just assumed that they were still there. It's on the main land. Like Mm -hmm. we're in an island. Didn't even give a shit about them afterwards. And she's like, well, since uh, Samara has been gone, things have been much better. We're going to switch over to Noah's timeline here. He convinces a man to let him watch a tape it uh, was referred to in the files that he like broke into and the guy's like okay fine like 
but they go to look at the tape and it's gone. And he's like, oh, who does it say who signed it out last? And he's like, well, it says um, Richard Morgan, which that was who Noah was pretending to be trying to get into there. And he's like, great. So Rachel goes back to the Morgan farm. The door is open. So she walks in, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, she sees like the like medical oh. leads. She sees files. She sees a birth certificate. She sees a centipede. And then she sees the tape that is missing from the files that Noah's looking for. So she plays it. And it's Samara sitting in the institution. She's being interviewed. She's pretty catatonic. And they're asking about these pictures that she's making. And she's like, I don't make them. I see them. And then they just are. And she's basically talking about how much she loves her mom and how she doesn't want to hurt anyone. And she's sorry. And she's like, my dad's going to leave me here. My dad doesn't want me. He doesn't want to help me. He loves the horses and he wants me to go away. I'm like relatable. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So as she's watching this tape in the Morgan household, you can like the camera pans and you can see that uh, Richard is behind her. And so once the tape turns off, he slams her in the head and then she starts running after him. He's taking all the electronics in the house, putting in, they go up to this bathroom that is already overflowing with water. Like the bathtub is full. Yeah. Yeah, Everything is full. And there's like a bunch of TVs, whatever. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm peace out. It's so gross. But then she's like screaming, freaking out. And Noah is there right on time. Oh, baby. Okay, daddy. Thank you. Middle part dad. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of love him. (laughs) I do. I liked his hairstyle. Me too. Hot take. I liked it. Rachel starts remembering that like something that Aiden said to her on the phone about the picture that he drew about uh, Samara. And it was the whole like, she doesn't like it in the barn. The horses Mm -hmm. keep her up. So they go to the barn. There's a ladder leading up to this really creepy ass, like, like a lit room. Yeah, it's a loft. And no one's in there, but it is a child's room. Mm-hmm. You can tell. And then... AKA my dream childhood bedroom. <laughs> yes. Oh, of course, my God. Not have kept me up. They would have lulled you to sleep. I was so sleep. happy. Yeah. It would be a lullaby. Yeah. So, um, they find a rip in the wallpaper, and there's something, like, etched into the wood behind it. So, they rip it all down, and it is a tree. And Rachel says that she's seen it before. And I've, and he's like, yeah, it was in the tape. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I've been there. I've seen it. And she says that was at the Shelter Mountain um, little cabin that they visited the first time. So we're on day seven now. She's running out of time. It's, mm-hmm. it's the day. They drive to Shelter Mountain. Uh, Noah is starting to get frustrated because they got there and there's like no plan. There's no clues, like nothing. He's throwing things all over the place. There's like a little jar with marbles in it and they scatter but they all like meet at the same place in the room and they lift up the rug and there is an obvious like big spot in the floor it looks like water damage or something Mm -hmm. so they start breaking it they're running out of time but they uncover it and it is a well a well interesting oh well oh well well Well. (laughs) (laughs) they push the stone covering off of the well Mm -hmm. and the TV's like starting to turn on. It's leaking water. There's nails coming out of God knows what. I thought it was the floor, but I think it's like a TV stand. Mm-hmm. And they're like trying to figure out how deep it is, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the TV basically ends up sliding off of the TV stand and hitting Rachel in the face and then shoving her back and like falls down the well, which I think is so funny. Which is drama. It is drama. <laughs> it is drama. And well, she's in the well. <laughs> well. Well, finds herself in, in the, the well. well. <laughs> She's yeah. in the 
well. (laughs) (laughs) So she's underwater, but she's still alive. She sees like scratch marks all over the well. (laughs) And there's like a fingernail, whatever. So Noah goes to find something to help her out. The well, the well starts closing (laughs) and she's like reaching the water. She grabs onto some hair, which is disgusting. I hate that so much. Mm -hmm. And then she gets grabbed on the arm by a hand. Another journey we're going to go on. So Samara is singing at the well. (laughs) Her mom, Anna, comes up behind her and she strangles her with a trash bag. And then like drops her into the well. But the well like is closed on her. But she was still alive. And so it's kind of like mixing realities here because Sandra's body starts to float up. Sandra's. I was like, oh, autocorrect. <laughs> Sandra, what did I miss? No. Autocorrect just fucked me up. Samara's. What is Samara's? God damn. Her body floats up, and Rachel like holds her, tells her it's okay, and she like turns into a weird, fake ass like Halloween spirit uh, skeleton, and yeah. she's like, I broke the curse. It's past sunset. Yeah, I'm good to go. And the cops come, and they're like, well, they're going to bury Samara tomorrow, oh, or next week. Bur- <laughs> well, <laughs> what? They're going to bury her? <laughs> and they're like, you know, she just wanted to be heard. Um, like, some kids, they yell or cry or draw pictures, and she's realizing, like, Aiden's drawing yeah. pictures. Like, he, he needs to be heard. So he's like, I wonder how long that she lived down there. And she's like, seven days. Yeah, okay. So that's where really, that ties into which that do be gross. It do be gross. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so um, later Aiden is like, Aiden has drawn pictures of like the same girl as before in the art, like the teacher was showing his mom, but she's not in the ground anymore. She's not in the grave. She's above the ground. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what happened to the girl? Because his mom's home and he's happy about it. And she's like we set her free and he's like you fucking helped her what are you thinking like why would you do that and he also has a handprint on his arm and he's like don't you understand she never sleeps and he gets a bloody nose everyone's getting bloody Mm -hmm. noses left right center you think you're in denver colorado (laughs) that altitude will get you every (laughs) fucking time so um, we're switching over to noah's little studio that he works at and his tv turns on so he turns it off it turns back on again. The phone rings and he thinks it's kind of scary because he's like not really sure that they're free of the curse, but it's actually just Rachel calling him. A little bit of bad timing there. But um, Samara starts crawling out of the well on the turned on TV mm-hmm. and is walking toward the TV. Um, Rachel starts speeding towards Noah's studio or apartment or whatever. And she's like, you see yeah, Samara, she's... she's crawling on the screen Yes, until... She crawls out of the screen. She reaches through. So he's, she's like going after him. And then she's just you like see in her the face. Studio. Yeah. Some wet ass Some pussy wet ass dripping pussy. all over her toesy woesies. <laughs> pinky winkies. And her pinky winkies. It's disgusting. Anyways, so she like walks up to him. Her face is like all fucked up. Disgusting. Yeah. scary. And he, he looks into her one eye that she lets him see. And he... Well, we'll find out. Rachel runs in and he is just sitting there in a chair, just relaxing. And she sees that there's a struggle that has incurred. The dumbass knocked over a shelf. He has blood all over the place. Just dumb. Yeah. So she turns 
the chair around that he's sitting in. She's like, oh my God, like screaming. But she goes home. Noah is, or yeah, no, Aiden is alive. Thank goodness. But she sends him to his room. She like breaks and burns the tape. She's so pissed at this tape. And she's like, what did I do that he didn't? And then she's like, oh, I made a copy of the tape. All she wanted was to be heard and to like, you know, infect all these people like a sickness, they say. Mm -hmm. And so she makes Aiden, her fucking tiny ass son, make a copy. Like she's like pushing her his fingers on the buttons to make this tape. And he like his end thing is like, what happens to the person that we show this to? And uh -huh. she's like, Well, <laughs> and that's it, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Oh good man. job. Thank you. That was a little bit long. <laughs> well, well, it's like a like a circle, like a yeah, circle like closes in on it. the well. And then it's just like Aiden's face and he just fucking winks really hard. <laughs> Oh, but that's the movie. Okay, so this is like it follows where you just have to keep passing it along. Yes. Okay. And that's something that I would like warn them. Like, if you just make a copy, you're I would golden tell, baby. Like, I would, because I know you're very, you're highly capable. I'd be like, I need you, because you love me. You want to save me. I would. You need to watch this, but then just make a copy. And, and then, then give it to someone else. Give it to someone else and tell them to do this thing. And just, everybody got to do it. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, look, we can keep doing yeah. that. Yeah. That seems easy enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to make a tape, and I seriously don't think that any technology <laughs> exists to this day to make a copy of a tape, but... I would like to think, I would hope technology with a tape, like, Samara would be cool, but, like, yeah, you can just, like, Make a DVD. Yeah. She's like, I do want to stay up with the time. Like, you can just stream it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, just watch it and, like, send it. She's like, it's one of those, like, chain emails. It's like, four to ten people Which, or like, you will that die tomorrow. kind of, like, maybe that is the... Inspo? Yeah. I bought a lot of those for my grandma. Oh, yeah. I still get those. My parents love that shit. Which yeah, I'm like, like, okay, you were never superstitious in your life ever. No. Now. But it's always, like, the stupidest thing. It's, like, a, a shitty-ass candle gif. And then it's, like, <laughs> four to ten people or else and it's like the most gruesome shit ever it's like you will be hung and then scalped <laughs> while you're disemboweled. alive <laughs> yeah. and then you have to eat your disembowelment <laughs> before they kill you but anyways then, like, god is god is good weird question yeah it might not be relevant at all I, I, that's fine i wonder if the uh the thought process for naming the little girl samara came from the word samurai <gasps> Wow. I don't know if that's true, but Samara is such a strange name in like an American context. Like it's not a normal name at all. I've no, only ever heard, heard that name in this movie. But like maybe they were trying to really loosely like give it like a Japanese mm -hmm. feel without having like that Japanese story mm -hmm. undertone. I don't know. Maybe. Add it to my list with bone. <laughs> <laughs> bone. Bone rocket. Bone rocket, baby. <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> well, well, Devin, well, what'd you think? Well, uh, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Popcorn I... <laughs> Emily. It felt like a lot, like it was scary at the beginning. I was uh -huh. scared. Then tensions died completely. Mm -hmm. My, it was 0% yeah. scary. I thought that too. Mostly a love story. For a long time, it felt like. Um, they didn't really touch enough on Aiden's clairvoyant tendencies, mm -hmm. which I felt I to agree. be problematic. I totally agree with I'm that. like, why does he know all of this? Okay, so you've seen this movie before. I have. A long time ago, and you haven't watched it since? Right. 
Okay, same. And I forgot pretty much everything. Me too. I remembered like the general, you watched like, the, the well team. and the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was almost like watching it for the first time again, but I just felt like tensions were high at the beginning, low for most of the movie, and then high again at the end mm-hmm. for what? Like it, it just was like, in my opinion, not that scary. Yeah. It was scary when I first watched it, but I think we've seen a lot scarier things. I remember it really scared me when I first saw it mm-hmm. when I was however years old. Just a teen. (laughs) This time, I agree with you where I'm like, okay, it does have a scary premise. Mm -hmm. I like the initial setup. I like the two teenage girls in the beginning, like having like this kind of like um, urban legendy vibe Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Very scary. I think it like plateaus in the middle where... I honestly, well, there's one thing I really hated about this movie, but like I did get like pretty bored. And then you have the moment where you think it's the resolution, but it was like not the resolution. Fall which, like, summit. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a Colorado mountain turn. You wouldn't know. Um, but I I guess I like that because I thought the movie was over and then I was like, oh, it's still going. I did like that because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. You you brought her skeleton up from the well and now mm-hmm. it's fine. Everything, yeah. the curse is broken, baby. Yeah. Well? Well? <laughs> you were wrong. You were wrong. And well? <laughs> all, she wa- die. Um, all she wanted was to be an email chain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all she wanted was to be a candle gift. <laughs> From your grandma. Yes. Um, I will say the movie has some good creepy imagery in mm-hmm. it. Like I love when Aiden watches the film and you just see at the very end of it and the hand coming out of the well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like that. The tape, as we said earlier, is very unnerving and mm-hmm. like a like maybe not all of it is scary singularly but put together it's really scary what we should try and make a tiktok of like scary <laughs> image i'm like you're gonna die though no, we should we're gonna do that tonight uh, look out for it <laughs> oh my god okay i yeah. actually have a lot of ideas follow us on tiktok fangirls pod f-a-n-g-g-i-r-l-s-p-o-d you won't regret it because <laughs> you're if you don't follow us on tiktok you're going to die. But I will say the movie had good imagery, creepy shit in it. I will mm-hmm. respect it for that. Mm-hmm. I thought the the things on the tape, like the worms that turned into people in water, I didn't like that. No. You know I hated the fingernail popping off. I loved Mike Pence's fly. You, that shit. I was like, no way. Yeah. I knew no, I saw you somewhere before. I like that portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's all good. I liked when, like, Aiden watched it. Like, that's so scary. So sad. Like, the son watching it. Yeah, that's scary. Because then she's like, well, if I die, whatever. But he watches it and he dies. Yeah, that's true. I will say, you mentioned it earlier. Aiden's character, first of all, he doesn't do anything redeeming that makes me feel attached to him. Like, the whole time he's very cold and not personable. And so, like, I just... 
could not give less of a shit about him. Mm-mm. And yes, he's a clairvoyant, I suppose, but we never get any context for it. It's like, so has he always been this way? Has it, right. is it new? Does he have some weird connection with Samara? Like, what is it? And you never get any context. Just left open. So he's just like an unlikable child. Like he does nothing like redeeming. I do like how he calls her Rachel. I think that's funny. It's funny, but it's very cold. I mean, like, he never displays anything that makes you, like, oh, I hope Aiden doesn't die. Like, the whole time, he's just, it's just like he's very, like, unlikable and weird. And, like, I, I agree. Their relationship is strange. And I just, there were so many times I'm like, she just forgot about Aiden. Like, she's yeah, been out for hours I wanted and hours. more context with it. And, like, tell me, like, why I should care. And I feel like they never give Mm-mm. me that. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. There were so many things that, like, were so off-putting. Where I was like, okay, why? <laughs> like, the whole thing why? with the dad, like, Richard Morgan. I'm like, yeah, this was, like, so okay. Was so weird. There was nothing that tied Richard to Samara on being like so like he hates her so much all he said was like my wife was never supposed to have a kid that was it Richard and Anna were a couple and she could not have a child Mm -hmm. and so they adopted a child but they got a fucked up one clearly (laughs) but why would was Samara fucked up or did they fuck her up I think she was fucked up I think they like black market adopted a kid (laughs) In my mind, that's not confirmed. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, I don't fucking understand. So, did they, like, did they get a kid who was, like, a weird, dark child? But then they make it seem like she wasn't and that the mom just killed her and the dad never wanted her. Right. But what did she do that was so fucked up? They wouldn't have adopted her if they were, like... (laughs) Oh, wait, we thought we wanted a kid, but actually we don't. So we just killed her. I think that, like... she was giving Anna hallucinations, like how people, when they watch the tape, get. And then. So Samara had some mystical Some dark mystical shit. powers. Okay. And then um, she also, like, wrote the pictures at the psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. She was like, I just see them and then they are. That's, mm-hmm. like, what happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, she has so some she has- sort of powers you've got all these sort. children with powers but they don't really like lay out any context for it it's just like you got magic kids in this movie i fucking guess <laughs> they're and just the like, adults what? have to like live with it and i just yeah. i would like a little bit more explanation on that i guess yeah i also hated like the ending of the like her being like we broke the curse we saved her and like they think that they're all fine because she lived uh-huh and it's like no. And then her kid has to be like, no dumbass. No dumbass, yeah. You fucked everything up. Like, she doesn't sleep. Like, you're stupid. Yeah. Why would you free her? So, I don't know. I have so many weird thoughts about this movie. Like, I I it don't know how I feel. It back in the day. It did. I it was scary. why. <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw it, it was very scary. But, like, when... It was bad. It was probably, like, 2007, 2000... Mm. Between 2005 and seven. I would imagine that I watched this. And I've seen, obviously, a million times scarier things Yeah. in today's day and age. But I just didn't find it scary the second time. Not at all. I felt like the plot left a lot to be desired. And I'll get into it. I wish you would. <sighs> I fucking hate well. this movie. Well, this movie 
sucks ass because I must have mentally blocked all this out because I did not remember any of it. When I rewatched it, I texted Devin and I'm like, holy fuck, I do not remember any of this portion mm-hmm. of the movie. This is the most disturbing shit I've ever seen. Yeah, she goes, holy fuck, this movie. And I was like, tell me everything. I'm like, so scared. I have to watch it alone. Fuck it so hard. Okay. So, you know, from last week, I said any movie with a horse in it is a good movie. <laughs> well, I guess I didn't explain fully enough because any movie where horses die is literally the worst movie. Bottom of the barrel, fucking bursted dog shit bag that has <laughs> smashed into the bottom of your trash can with a french fry stuck to it that just ruins your <laughs> life forever. The most garbage, disgusting thing that I never want near me in my entire <laughs> life. That's what this movie is because. The whole fucking plot is about dead Dying horses. Horse. I felt suicidal s- horses. Suicidal horses. Horse disease. A horse farm. Suicides. And dying horses. Period. I fucking oh, hated I know. it. Um, watching it, I was like, "Oh no, poor Emily. She's so sad." I blocked all of that out. I, I didn't hated it. I did not remember that. Me either. I think I mentally, like, I, for my own self-care, put it out of my memory because I did not remember any of that. And it's funny because I remember watching The Ring and I remember, like, the tape, but I don't remember having any strong feelings about it anyway. Me too. And I think that's why because I saw it and I was like, oh, fuck, no, this movie's just not even going to be, like, given a spot on the shelf of my brain, you know? Yeah. I feel like I only remembered these parts of this movie because of freaking scary movie that ruins all these classic yes. movies for me i'm like go fuck yourselves i yeah. hate those movies i hate those movies too so they're stupid. not funny at all no they're so stupid they like we i like a whole like a humorous scary, scary movie, movie but those are just like but those are so stupid yeah. like the if you laugh at scary movie or like anything like that you have We're like zero percent humor yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just I'm not trying to be mean, simple-minded as fuck. Zero percent humor. Like, I am sure that you don't have anything funny coming out of your mouth. (laughs) That should be your first question to people. (laughs) Kyle. Tesson. (laughs) Lame. I just, yeah. I did not remember that. That whole scene with the horse jumping off the ship made me sick. Traumatic. I hated it That could have been a fucking rat. And I would have been sick. But, like, a horse? A horsey? Are you fucking kidding me? Imagine if it was Mike Pence's fly. I'd be sad. I'd be... As fuck. I would kill myself. It could be a... What's an animal? Ferret. An eye-eye. And I would be... (laughs) (laughs) I got the monkey mousey long finger to put in a tree hole. Honestly, it's just... Samara can get the fuck out of here. I, I didn't. Were you supposed is. to feel bad for her? That's why I didn't get. I didn't feel bad for her uh, for one second. I didn't get. Were you supposed? Because Anna killed her in a kind of fucked up way. But I'm like, but it also, was the most. It seems this, like she was like psychologically torturing everyone on that island. She went to a psych ward. Anna did, and never like and she Anna committed was suicide. Killing themselves. Yeah. Yes. So I just felt like you were supposed to feel bad for her, and I didn't. I didn't either. Like, there was one point where that one old wise lady that I was talking about, that yeah. she was like, when one person catches a cold, we all catch a cold because we're it's island life. And yeah. so that's what she was saying about Samara. Like, if one per- like having Samara here on the island, like, we were all affected by it. That's why, like, like, 
Yeah, get rid of her. You shouldn't put a plastic bag over someone and throw them down a well, but like also... We're not condoning that in day to day, but if your kid Mm -hmm. is affecting your city to Mm -hmm. the point where horses are committing suicide and you are killing yourself... hates you and her. Yes. Are you allowed to return a child if you adopt them and they're fucked? Maybe put it back up for adoption like a Craigslist special. (laughs) Maybe I'm too stupid for this movie, but I didn't get it. Yeah, what did you guys think? Oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Actually, appreciate that insight. <laughs> okay, so we get it. We don't feel bad for Samara. We all get it. <laughs> um, did you have a biggest scare? Like, did anything really freak you out in this movie? Are you asking me or the audience? I'm asking you. Um, <laughs> and the audience. <laughs> yeah, that got me too. <laughs> um. I think the nail with the nail. The nail is disturbing. That part was like the scariest part for me. Mine was the flash of Katie's face. Mm, mm-hmm. I know that it's was goofy, spooky. but it was goofy. It was, but it was like I thought face, it was scary. Her... And they showed it quick enough where it wasn't like we focused too long. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. It was like quick, and I thought it was scary. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I thought that was it. It was well placed. I'd say mm-hmm. like it wasn't where you would think it would be yeah, like after she died. Yeah. And then it was like I saw her face and it was like Bink! it was like in a calm scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That was pretty good. That I really like that. Emily, mm-hmm. I want to ask you a really, really good question. Yeah, ask that me. I I thought of while I was watching this movie. I was like, wow, this might be really good content. And for this do be profound. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was like thinking of a few subjects that I really wanted your in your input on. Okay. Um. I just want to know what you would marry, fuck, or kill uh-huh. out of these three things okay. in the movie, okay? Number one, pulling a medical lead out of your throat. Ew. Okay. Okay. Number two, um, putting your finger on a okay, nail that. Mm-hmm. so hard that your nail falls off, okay? <laughs> Number three. Um, a centipede the size of a dining room table just meandering through your oh. house. And I really hope you remember those because I just came up with those off okay. the top of my head. Mary Centipede. Okay. I'm going to name him. Jerry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to name him Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to name him Jerry the Centipede. <laughs> And he will be. And honestly, if anyone fucks with me, I will release Jerry on your ass. <laughs> Fucking oh, fast. You want to meet Jerry? You want to meet Jerry tonight? Interesting. And he just like, do the noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I would marry Jerry and I would <laughs> kill the nail. Mm-hmm. And I would fuck the gagging. Yeah. Medical we, we all- yeah. I think I would do the exact same thing. So. I don't blame you. I love Jerry. He's kind of cute. I love Jerry so much. (laughs) (laughs) I will take him for walks. (laughs) I want him as my son. (laughs) I'm so proud of you, Jerry. Jerry, you're beautiful. Okay, for you. Okay. Um, Richard Morgan. Oh, I hate that fucking bitch. Anna Morgan. Okay. And Samara. Kill Samara. Yeah, that's fuck Richard. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Fuck Richard. Marry Anna. Me too. Anna seems my type. It's She seems a lot like me. I'm like, yeah, she's a murderer, but she likes but like, horses. And... 
she's a horse girl and like also like if your kid's that annoying yeah you should you kill them and throw them into a well, a well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, oh my gosh i love it so much okay oh man okay where were we well we were just talking about okay what's your overall thoughts of the movie overall rating overall mm. flick and then how bad did it ruin your life overall i would give it a three out of ten mm-hmm. ruined my life about a one maybe if that yeah i give it a one for the horse for you thank you i felt like a lot of sympathy for you I that. I um, my overall would probably be a one mm-hmm. um i don't blame you this movie's garbage <laughs> garbage 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 um my ruin my life i'd probably also say a one just because like i didn't like the horse i think they might have done a couple things like you might get a flash of something that's scary but none of it stuck with me it scared me back in the day but i was stupid then and now i'm very smart and i have very discerning taste i just honestly maybe i feel differently about this movie but i'll never rate it higher because i didn't like the horse yeah i didn't like how it was all about dead horses Call me what you will. Call me a bad <laughs> horror movie crit- critic. Critique. Critique. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking care. I didn't like the horse part. It was too strong for me. It made me sad. And it really didn't play a part into anything. Like, it was just, like, there for no reason. Stupid and mean. Like, honestly, okay, what's your favorite animal? I love those, too. Loves those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, honestly, okay, so, like, you probably love golden retrievers. Like, who doesn't? Like, mm-hmm. imagine a horror movie that was all about dead golden retrievers. You would just be like, I'm not fucking with this. And, like, I we, hate it. We've seen it in Marley and Me. Everyone no, loved it, hated it. I hated that garbage movie. Like, oh, okay, Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson are supposed to play young married couple. They're 75 <laughs> years old. Like, let's... That's my first problem. I don't. My like- second is the best character died. <laughs> I wanted to see their children die. Like I didn't want to see before fucking the, Marley die. Before Marley, it also seems very juvenile. Like horses aside, it seems very juvenile in this day and age. Like I don't think it holds up well. Not at all. Are you? I don't kidding? think it holds up because well. we both said back in the day it was scary. Yeah, but watching it now. It's zero. Not at all. Scary. And also, I have no lingering. Like I've never had any lingering. Like fear from it like no nothing about it still does anything for me even before watching it again like sometimes there's movies where i'm like oh my god i saw a movie once with a scary vhs and now when i see a weird like fuzzy screen i think about it it's like no i just don't fucking care i'm like this movie sucks sucks ass (laughs) i'm like i stream everything Um, yeah i cannot relate to this because i don't have a tape player Yeah. yeah and i don't have like an fucking rotary phone so like i'm not concerned like my iphone now tells me spam risk and i would assume that this call would be labeled under spam risk so oh yeah oh yeah just would ignore it it'd be a silenced call which i can do on my iphone yep yep yeah doesn't doesn't hold hold up up. um Mm. no we talked about this a little bit ago but i want you to elaborate on this we had one more mary fuck that we came up with as a team so we have jerry the centipede yeah we have mike pence's fly Uh uh-huh and we have the horse the horse that jumps off of the ferry which is like the hardest fucking thing because like oh my god you know i've like, obviously, you know, I respect a celebrity. Like, I love Mike Pence's fly. <laughs> and, like, I respect, like, Jerry's not as mainstream of an artist, 
But he's. But I think we can agree he's an artist. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't go for the conventional, and I really respect that about him. <laughs> I At love the his same, slither. The I slither. love the his. You his know, angle. he thinks about his motion and like how he appears on film, and you can see it's very, um, it's very intentional. Mm -hmm. And he's I like, really respect that in his he, work. His like. His awareness, like self-awareness uh -huh. of his body, rivals Kendall Jenner and Absolutely. Vogue. Absolutely. You, you know oh. this is a guy who fucks with high fashion. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, like, okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm juvenile, but I'm like the horse on the ferry. We can all sit here and fucking say, that horse is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Fucking stunning. My dream horse, if I were to have one, all black, mm. double cheeked up. I don't want to kill any of these. No, you don't. But if you had to, what would it be? <sighs> back in the day, maybe I would kill Mike Pence's fly, but knowing his, like, he honestly almost he saved snuck into the debate <laughs> and sat his butthole on Mike Pence's, <laughs> Mike Pence's snowy, snowy white hair. White hair. <laughs> oh my God, while the entire nation was watching, you can't kill him. I don't know. I can't kill a horse, but I love Jerry. I'd fuck the horse. <laughs> okay. Um, Jerry actually kind of seems like someone I would see myself with long term. <laughs> I would fuck the horse. I would. That's shocking. <sighs> but you don't want to suicide a horse. Long term, no. Yeah, no. But I could save him. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would probably. Honest. <sighs> Oh my god, I think I Yeah, I guess I'd marry Mike. That's such a vanilla answer. I'd marry Mike Pence's fly. I would and I'd kill that. Jerry, which sucks because I love Jerry. I would do the same thing for the same reasons. Like centipedes scare me, Jerry. I'm sorry, you're very cute. But don't pop up on papers like that. It's like I just know Mike Pence's fly could like provide me with a comfortable life, but I think Jerry would be more fun. Like me and Mike Pence's fly could have a very comfortable life together mm -hmm. and we could have kids that have like a trust fund and and they could we could yeah, pay for college from yeah. Mike Pence's flies so you, know, you know what I changed my answer not what I'm into I'd marry Jerry kill Mike Pence's fly okay I'm still I'm marrying sorry. Mike Pence's fly that's the future you want versus me I'm like I want like an artist yeah I want his you want, want his dirty messy yeah. art yeah you could just put paint on all of his little and just, legs and, and just scuttle have around him like scuttle. what <laughs> I'm glad we had that discussion. I, I just love a man that has the audacity to put his butthole on Mike mm. Pence's head. <laughs> I do too. I don't feel good. That's the hardest MFK I've yeah, ever done. Ever on the show. Ever. But I could never kill a horse. Yeah. You can't. Okay. I love horses. Well, this movie well, fucking blew. Yeah. My ass. This movie sucked ass so hard. I forgot how much this movie sucks. And by that, I mean I watched it again and I realized how much this movie sucks. I wonder what the Japanese version's like. We should watch it at yeah. some point and like kind of compare. But for the American version, as always, sucked ass. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <sighs> well, what are we watching well, next week? I think we decided, okay, we've done like a lot of newer movies recently. A lot of 2010s. I think we decided to go old, old, old. We're going back, back, back in time. And from your ancestors. <laughs> we are gonna fucking rock out with our Hitchcocks out. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> be like that again. <laughs> We're gonna go classic. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do Psycho. Yes. Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. Psycho. 
<laughs> we're gonna go psycho next week i've never seen it oh i'm i'm excited for you to watch it thing i feel like i'll i'm like with this podcast i feel like I'm being cultured. Yeah, we I are. We are. I know. We needed to go old, old. Yeah, I'm like, we oh. haven't done old, old in a while. Yeah. I'm like, oh, grandma, I've seen this, you dumb bitch. Yeah, I, you, you stupid haven't? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Love you, Abby. Uh. <laughs> Love you, Mima. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. And I really have nothing else to say. Well, I do. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Well, first of all, well, uh, it'd be super chill if you gave us a five star rating and a kind review on Apple Podcasts. If you are of that operating system, system. um, I did see something weird. You saw the same thing. Wait, did you see this on? um, I saw it on a fucking VHS. I did too. It was weird because I'm moving. So I've been mm-hmm. packing up and I found this VHS and I was like, oh, I'll just throw out my VHS player that I totally have. That we have. Yeah. And it's this movie. Weird. Really fucked up shit on the screen I was seeing. Really, really some on the television, yeah. content. Mm-hmm. Um, the film ends and my phone rings. I answer because... In my line of work, I need to answer when my phone rings. I never know who's calling. Thank God for you, you civil servant. I see. Emily Clark. This is what do you want, Daddy? <laughs> and that's how I, I answer my phone professionally. And can I just intervene here? Yeah. I got the same call afterwards and I said, Leave him alone. <laughs> we each answer in our yeah. own unique fashion. <laughs> and on the other side of the line, I hear this. I hear. If you don't review the fingers podcast with a five star rating on the kind review, I am going to learn you to a man. You will get to the man and you will be eating for lunch. Uh, 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 uh. I look over in the side of the room. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna beg you to cut this out. And you accidentally drop your lunch in the room. I think you're really hungry for the rest of the day because you don't have any more time to get a snack. And there's nothing new. So, um, please leave my diary. And I'm just like, well, we were, we both hung up the phone and we were like, in tandem, we said, why did Gollum just call us? (laughs) That was weird, but I. That was so weird. It was so weird. But I feel like we should follow you. I experienced like that's what I saw on, on the my phone. VHS. <laughs> that's the phone call I received. I don't know about you guys, but like it can't 
Right. You might as well try it. You might as well try it. So or yeah, else Gollum will come after you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and also. So yeah, you can follow us on. Um, <laughs> we also have social media. You can get our VHSs at Blockbuster or Hollywood Video. <laughs> yeah. um, or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, which we're the most active, active on. on, and TikTok, which we're trying. Um, so follow us on there. It's um, all of our handles are Fangirls Pod at F A N G G I R L S P O D. Um, so follow us on there. It's really fun. Yeah, it, it's so fun. <laughs> you might get some more Gollum content. I really hope so. Oh, no, that's getting shelved forever. <laughs> you can't see the faces when we do those voices. But my face was as red as a fucking strawberry just for like, being embarrassed. <laughs> I, I just looked away so you could do it. I'm like, <laughs> like, don't embarrass her anymore. She's doing yeah, a fine no, job it was, it was beautiful. You can't rush art, and you really can't. Uh-uh. Okay, so... Do that. Do all those things. Um, Gollum will come after you if you don't. Uh-huh. Rate, review. They'll drop your lunch down a well. <laughs> Which is sad. Which you'll be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, any last words? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well. Seven days. Well. 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 <laughs> so, well humor for you. <laughs> well. <laughs> Anyways. Scare fart your asses off. Run from the horrors of horror themselves. Good night, wellies. The boots. The boots. A bit of wellies. A bit of wellies, everybody. Put me wellies on. Everybody. Good night, you little wellies. I say that every day. I took them off. <laughs>